0: What's up, everybody? My name is Athena, and you're here to listen to Vanished in the Valley. Today, we are going to talk about all the fucking trains wrecking everywhere, dumping hazardous material over several different states. We are also going to talk about this earthquake that went down in Turkey. And we are going to talk a bit about satanic ritual abuse and ritual abuse. So there are going to be some really fucked up descriptions of child abuse in today's episode. So uh, wear your big boy and big girl panties if you'd like to listen. Sit back, get ready for this shit. Before we get all into this horrific tale of ritualized abuse, I do kind of have to like say something prior to diving down the rabbit hole. The media made up the term satanic panic to discredit victims of ritualized sexual abuse. Now, not all ritual abuse is satanic. There are people that fucking just like pervert different religions and operate organized sex rings with children, literal children. And reports about this have been coming out since at least the fucking 80s. If you go back and listen to my episodes on the McMartin preschool sexual abuse scandal, that's where it all kind of begins with the media weaponizing the term satanic panic. It's basically the OG equivalent of someone calling a person a QAnon nut or a conspiracy theorist. Even today, like you, I listen to a lot of true crime podcasts and these fucking bitches straight up just like joke about satanic panic and how crazy everyone was for thinking it was true. But it is true. It happened in the past, it's happening right now, and it's going to happen in the future. There are thousands and thousands of reports of satanic ritual abuse and ritual abuse. The problem is when some of the investigators go into these investigations, they're fucking biased. They already have like this predetermined fucking notion in their head that satanic ritual abuse is just a myth it doesn't fucking happen but every once in a while evidence turns up and it's you know good evidence evidence that could probably get a conviction but a lot of the time they run into a statute of limitations problem which is actually kind of what happened to the case we're going to talk about today so last May the Utah County Sheriff's Office announced they were going to open an investigation into allegations of ritualized child sexual abuse in three Utah counties. Apparently, they had received more than 120 tips in the form of phone calls, texts, emails, etc. Back then in May, I just kind of told you guys like the gist of it because it was a really fucking strange situation going on. The Utah County Sheriff's Office made this announcement that they were opening an investigation And then, seemingly out of fucking nowhere, Utah County Attorney David Levitt held a press conference where he basically said, I'm not a cannibal. I never participated in sexual abuse of children. And he basically kind of just dimed himself out because the sheriff's office never once said a name. They never called him out. This fucking attorney called himself out. Let me just frame this right now. This attorney, David Levitt, has powerful, powerful connections. His brother was the governor, and his daddy owns the largest insurance company in the United States. So he's got money, he's got power, he's got connections. So I'm sure you guys can see where this fucking thing's all about to go. And another side note, I'm getting a lot of my information about this case from the Last American Vagabond website. I'll link the website in the show notes. This motherfucker goes deep. He breaks it all down. It's like a five-part series. And one of our listeners, Jeff, actually pointed me in this direction. I actually had no fucking idea that it was this bad, this dirty, and so many shady motherfuckers involved. So that's what's up. Thanks, Jeff. I do appreciate the tip. And you guys go to the show notes and check out The Last American Vagabond because they went hard. Back on May 31st, 2022... The Utah County Sheriff's Office stated, quote, portions of these allegations were confirmed and are being investigated by the Utah County Sheriff's Office in cooperation with other local and federal agencies. The statement calls on the victims or individuals with knowledge of the events to contact Utah County Sheriff's Office Special Victims Unit. This case is fucking so many different rabbit holes you can go down. So I'm just going to kind of tell you guys the basics of it, but go fucking read that five-part series on The Last American Vagabond, and you'll get more information on this shit than you ever wanted. There is also a 151-page victim statement report you can download. And I don't know, you guys fucking just get something to cleanse your brain and mind after reading that shit because it's fucking horrific. I'm going to read a little excerpt of this victim's statement to the police and it's fucked up okay this is a child like a literal child so apparently she's at someone's house in florida and this man this man who was like ritually abusing many of these children made the victim lie on her back and he put his penis in her vagina she states he made me suck out semen from his penis The victim goes on to say, I would try to hide underwear that had blood and semen on them, as well as other things. I knew those things could prove what was happening to me. But, redacted, kept a close watch on anything in the house. This same victim goes on to describe another instance of abuse. She says, They put her in a straitjacket and laid her down stomach first. And this fucking pervert, David, put his penis in her anus while she was on the floor. He moved back and forth until he ejaculated, at which point he turned my body around and got semen in my face and hair. She states she had a headache and then started throwing up. Well, girl, I would too. Fuck. She states these people kept her in this straitjacket on the floor for 24 hours. She peed all over the newspapers and the plastic sheets that another woman had put down for her. She says she didn't get food, water, anything like that. So that's just kind of examples of the physical abuse. But there was also psychological abuse. I mean, there was every fucking type of abuse you can imagine. This particular victim goes on to say they had, quote unquote, training night and family night. And she says that's when they were having combined family night at Redacted's home. Basically, they were trying to teach these children, these little fucking girls, how to move their bodies in a more sexy way when they were having sex, a.k.a. being raped. She states everyone took their clothes off and Richard and David were lying side by side on the bed naked. She goes on to say they told her, taught her, whatever you want to fucking call it, and taught them how to touch themselves. They showed us how to stick our bums out and keep our shoulders back. They told us how to lick their penises, balls, and anus, as well as put our fingers in ourselves and in their anuses in a, quote, seductive way. And then at that point, they were forced to do that to these two disgusting pedophiles. So like I said, you guys, this is a 151-page statement from these victims, and that's just like a tiny bit. So I'm not going to really go into more detail about the ritualized abuse, but... It fucking happened 100%. The sheriff's office says there is evidence it happened. But let's kind of go back to the beginning and figure out where all of this madness started. The Utah County Sheriff's Office statement notes that during this investigation, quote, into ritualistic child sexual abuse and child sex trafficking in Utah County began in April 2021. The investigation subsequently discovered previous reports alleging similar forms of ritualistic sexual abuse and trafficking that occurred in Utah County, and this was all between 1990 and 2010. So yeah, we have to go back to the 90s where all of this shit started. And like I already said, the sheriff's office stated that portions of these allegations were confirmed. So this isn't just some fucking nut jobs trying to get people in trouble or some political attack. This shit has been confirmed. According to a Fox News report, they stated, quote, multiple confidential sources confirmed the new investigation relates to a story that Fox 13 investigative team has been working on for months. The I team has learned some of the subjects of the investigation are high profile. Fox 13 went on to say that one of the subjects under investigation is a therapist who was previously charged with a series of sex crimes against young female family members. But check this out, you guys. The Utah County Attorney's Office dropped the charges without prejudice, and he was not convicted because, of course, he wasn't. Fox 13 claims to have records which, quote, indicate the man previously confessed to sexually assaulting at least one of the girls on an undercover phone recording. And some of the abuse victims were this disgusting motherfuckers' daughters. The attorney from Utah County, David Levitt, basically called for the resignation of the Utah County Sheriff Mike Smith. He's claiming that that whole investigation was just politically motivated and has no fucking merit. And he literally called these victims mentally ill. They're basically using the playbook that has been used over and over again to discredit victims of SRA and RA. This disgusting attorney, leave it, leave it, leave it. I don't fucking know. Let's say leave it because he's a fucking twat. But anyway, he basically stated that the 151 pages is utter baloney and he called the women who made the allegations tragically mentally ill so it's just like let's attack these fucking victims let's act like this shit never happened so after this alleged pedophile attorney leave it made his little press conference calling on the sheriff to resign sheriff mike smith decided to hold his own press conference where he stated he's not going to be resigning and he promised that his department will continue to investigate Smith said that no less than 20, you hear that fucking 20 people have contacted the department since they first announced their investigation. He said, quote, I will tell you right now, I think this is probably the best way we could use public funds is to investigate child sexual abuse. The sheriff did acknowledge that this nasty ass attorney leave it is mentioned in the current investigation, but he really wouldn't go into detail. He said, quote, as we investigated those crimes, they led us to the case Mr. Leavitt mentioned. And as we looked into it, we found further corroborating evidence that these things had happened and needed to be investigated. We believe, I believe, that Leavitt is using his authority and his pulpit to bully, distract, and mischaracterize the facts of the investigation. Sheriff Smith went on to say, don't be misled by statements by Leavitt that are sensational. The main focus of the investigation is child sexual abuse. Several times, David Leavitt named himself and mentioned cannibalism and murder. This investigation is about sexual abuse. And I got to give up top to fucking Sheriff Smith, because he did admonished Leavitt for calling the alleged victims mentally ill. He said, quote, I take exception to any victim who comes forward and is characterized as tragically mentally ill. How dare you? Now, you got to fucking love this next part. Fucking alleged pedophile David Livid had <laughs> literally went to an interview and called Utah County Sheriff Mike Smith a, quote, QAnon sheriff. So there it is. Let's throw out QAnon and try to just fucking discredit people based upon some other bullshit. David Livitt basically claimed that these allegations against the therapist, whose name is David Hamblin, he said they're fucking utter baloney and ludicrous. But there is courtroom audio recordings that shed light on the dismissal of these 18 felony child sex abuse charges against David Hamelin. Now, I do have to throw this out there. Leavitt told KSL that his predecessor, prosecutor David Sturgill dismissed the case because, quote, the allegations were so untenable and unbelievable. But according to the court records, that is not what's up. KSL actually stated that neither the prosecution nor the defense, quote, shared concerns during the hearing that the allegations were outlandish or unbelievable. It actually fucking shows why the case was dismissed. And it was because of difficulties in obtaining records and taking victim statements. In 2014, the former Utah County attorney, David Sturgill, Dismiss the charges to potentially refile the case at a later date. So check this part out. This is coming from the ex-district attorney. He said, quote, There's a lot more that needs to be done with the case, and it's just not coming together. I'm getting resistance from the Division of Child and Family Services. Hmm, how shocking. And then there's been the medical records we're having some trouble getting. A lot of it is due just to the age of the case, but it's an extremely delayed disclosure. So Levitt basically fucking lied. He's like, oh, they dismissed it because these fucking charges were just ridiculous, unbelievable. And the recordings literally refute that. So in the victim's statement, that 151 page report I was telling you guys about, they specifically name David Levitt as being involved in a, quote, prostitute house with children. So it was David Levitt, David Hamlin and Joe Binion. Now, if you dive into this document, they're saying the abuse occurred between 1993 and 1995 at a house in Provo, Utah. One of the victims state, "quote This happened at nearly every party or when people came over to our homes." However, the frequency refers to how many times this happened with David. Leave it. This also happened when we were at parties of other group members. Like when we were at Gordon Bowen's house for a few different parties. Redacted often pushed us on to many people trying to get us to have sex with them. She did this at many parties and any places she took us. In the document, it literally describes 118 cases of ritualized sexual abuse, you guys. It's fucking horrific. I wish I could fucking cleanse my mind right now. Like I said, go to the show notes and you can see the victim statement. You can read this five-part series because I'm literally just telling you guys just the bare minimum, just the basics so you understand what was happening in Utah. So David Leavitt, the fucked up alleged pedophile district attorney, literally shut down the special victims unit of the Utah County's attorney's office. And obviously, there were allegations of protecting his friends from potential prosecution. In March 2020, Desert News reported that Leavitt's office had, quote, dissolved the special victims unit focus on prosecution, of sex crimes and domestic violence like why the fuck would he do that the svu is literally there trying to protect some of the most fucking vulnerable people in our country but this stupid district attorney he's all fucking wrapped up in this abuse and so are his friends so he shuts it down motherfucker this dirty motherfucking da has also had accusations of conflict of interests in cases that were going through that county's court he was actually accused of intervening in cases where he personally knew these motherfuckers including a case involving a handyman so it's not like there's only sexual abuse accusations against this stupid motherfucker he seems to be dirty all around what i want to know is why the fuck was he the da for so long like did nobody in utah fucking read the news or think hey Maybe we shouldn't have a DA that has fucking sexual abuse allegations and allegations of improper interference and, you know, trials. You think that would set some alarm bells off, but... This fool is extremely powerful. Like I said earlier, his brother was the governor and daddy owns a big-ass insurance company. So he could probably just have the money to uh, pay for commercials to basically discredit all these accusations. And just a little side note, which actually is good news. After the most recent DA elections were held, David Leavitt did not win the district attorney seat. Maybe he shouldn't be fucking children or maybe he should not be a dirty piece of shit. But yeah, he lost his job, so that's fucking good. Cherry on top. Back in March of 1990, the Utah Governor's Commission for Women and Families created the Utah Task Force on Ritual Abuse to investigate a rise in claims of ritualized sexual abuse of children and basically to educate the public about what the fuck was going on. In 1992, the task force issued their report called Report of Utah State Task Force on Ritual Abuse. They basically concluded that ritual abuse was occurring in Utah. The report described what it called, quote, generational cults operating in secret, sometimes using the cover of traditional religious organizations and practice. In this report, they said, quote, some scholars are convinced that such groups have existed for centuries. Their abusive cult activities may coexist side by side with traditional worship that is members may publicly practice and establish respected religion the members are often well known and respected within the larger communities so that's kind of like what blows me the fuck away we have fbi agents that make multiple reports on satanic ritual abuse and ritual abuse we have different state and county entities saying this shit is going on yet somehow The mainstream media fucking demonized the victims and acted like this shit never happened. And now, what, 98% of these fucking NPCs believe the satanic panic was just some bullshit. Now, hella days ago, I did a whole-ass episode on a woman named Teal Swan, and this woman went through some fucking horrific abuse. So if you go back and listen to that episode, she basically is saying shit that's nearly identical to the victims in this case so i don't know if she was directly uh involved in this case i don't know if her case was you know a different fucking group of pedophiles but there's just so much evidence that this shit is going on it literally blows my mind that no one ever really gets convicted for it because uh spoil alert these charges against these fucked up people like leave it and hamlin and all these other fucking perverts The charges were dismissed by the Utah Supreme Court because of statute of limitations. So as usual, no one has ever been held responsible for the abuse of all of these people. It's fucking sickening. I also reported on the Finder's cult, which literal fucking FBI documents that stated this was a CIA-run operation that were trafficking children and ritually abusing children. Uh, It was kind of, think, like a Jeffrey Epstein thing. Like, hey, come fuck this kid, and they secretly take pictures of it, then they can blackmail these people. So fucking abolish the CIA. That shit is rotten from the core, just like the FBI. Because in the Finder's case... No one was fucking prosecuted. The CIA talked to the FBI and said, hey, this is our op. Drop the charges. And that's not even fucking conspiracy land. That document is in the FBI vault. And I covered all of that in the Finders episode. So if you want to be even more disgusted, go fucking listen to that nightmare. So before we end this horrible fucking discussion on these fucking pedophiles, David Leavitt Was investigated for an adoption scheme and human trafficking. Apparently, this fucking pervert adopted a Native American child. And there's a video, this fool is talking about how he used his position to get around some laws so he could get this child. This fool was even investigated by Homeland Security and. A man named Noel Ingalls, who's a former analyst with Homeland Security, told Fox 13 that his team had been investigating sexual abuse allegations against Leavitt for several years. Ingalls said his team had received a video about Leavitt and added it to the case file investigation on Leavitt on suspicion of human trafficking. But check this part out. Five months after receiving the video, Ingalls and his team were removed from the case. He actually filed a whistleblower complaint and received a letter from the United States Office of Special Counsel in response. It's just, it's like every motherfucking other case. You get a good cop or a good investigator actually doing their job and trying to get these people convicted and someone pulls them off the case. It's fucking same old song and dance. So like I said about 55,000 times, I got my information about this case from thelastvagabond.com They went hard into the investigation, so go check it out if you want to fucking be disgusted and see how far and deep this abuse scandal of ritualized sexual abuse, like fucking the worst abuse there is, how it was all covered up, and yet again, no one was prosecuted. It's change of subject time. I'm sure you guys all heard about that massive fucking earthquake, actually the multiple earthquakes that fucked up uh turkey and syria well i was kind of looking into it last night i thought it's it's kind of weird like it's not really being talked about in the conspiracy corners of the internet and it's like i have fucking questions because check this out here's a list of countries that pulled the ambassadors out of turkey 24 hours before the earthquake canada usa britain germany belgium italy holland and france Now, is that not fucking suspicious? And just like, I don't know. It's kind of mind-blowing. Turkey also stepped on NATO's toes by blocking Sweden and Finland NATO membership. And that was just right before this fucking earthquake devastated them. And I actually just saw another fucking earthquake just hit there about an hour ago. So, I don't know, guys. Something seems fucking suspicious. I'm thinking Harp DARPA, but who fucking knows? I'm sure all of you guys have heard about the fucking catastrophe going down in Ohio, more specifically, Palestine, Ohio. The morons in the government decided to make a huge fucking mushroom cloud of polyvinyl chloride and other fucked up chemicals. Basically, this shit is in the water. It's in the atmosphere. They're telling everybody, oh, it's safe. It's good. You can drink the tap water. But I've seen dozens of videos of... A fucking like rainbow type substance at the bottom of creek beds and when you throw a rock in it all gets released to the top I've also seen videos where people are literally putting tap water in a glass and it's fucking a cloudy there's like these weird little bubbles going on in it and the animals are still dying hundreds of probably thousands of birds have just dropped dead the fish the frogs they're all dying But these motherfuckers in charge in Ohio are saying it's all good. You can go back home. You can drink the tap water. Uh, No, the fuck you can't. All my peeps out in Ohio, you guys need to get together and fucking sue the shit out of that railroad company. Do a class action lawsuit and fucking bankrupt these twats. It's absolutely insane. The water supply for probably 20 million people is now contaminated. Even in Canada, the snow is melting and they're getting that same rainbowy sheen. So it's all bad. And finally, now FEMA is going to go there and do I don't even know what the fuck they're going to do, because how do you get that shit out of the water? How do you get it out of the atmosphere? It's it's fucking it's a disaster. And strange little side note, that part of Ohio had hundreds of family-owned farms that were growing food. Now all that shit's gonna be contaminated and, I mean, I wouldn't wanna fucking eat anything coming out of that soil. It's completely contaminated. Also, another fucking uh, side note, check out who the top holders are for the company that derailed that shit. We have Vanguard, we have J.P. Morgan, BlackRock, State Street. So it's the same World Economic Forum Bucks that are the main shareholders for Norfolk Southern. This is an absolute disaster, like on Chernobyl level. And they're literally telling people it's okay that they can go back home, they can drink the tap water, when it's just like so fucking obvious. No, you can't. I mean, what the, are you fucking trying to pull off another gaslighting thing like Kabobo? Because it's just so obvious. It's not safe to be there. It's not safe to breathe that shit drink the water or eat any of the food that's grown in that area and there's been a hell of other train derailments that were carrying hazardous materials it seems to be fucking going on everywhere and i keep saying seeing all these fucking shills saying oh well these this shit happens all the time you know where there's always uh spills of toxic materials okay like that makes it any fucking better No, it's all bad. And the media isn't digging in. The cops are arresting the reporters that are trying to go there and do their job. So it's a total clusterfuck. And 100% Ohio peeps, I fucking feel you. This is just all bad. And I really hope you guys all band together and sue Norfolk out of fucking existence. And another little crazy side note about this fucking train derailment. The CDC updated their profile for vinyl chloride 11 days before the train crash in Ohio. Doesn't that seem a little suspect, people? Like, what the fuck is going on? Are these targeted attacks? Are they trying to take out the food sources so, you know, they can control us even more? Because if you have control of the food, if you have control over the water, You can control the people. I actually just read about a lot of the farmland that Bill Gates is buying up contains huge sources of water, like groundwater, stuff like that. So this fucker, I don't trust anything he's doing. He's probably going to fucking try to get a monopoly on the water and control us that way. But yeah, it's all bad. Look below the surface. There's some bullshit going on and not enough people. And of course, no mainstream media are covering it any deeper than, oh, well, there's an explosion. The authorities say it's all good now. Of course not, because there's like, what, three fucking investigative journalists left in the world at this point? So, and to be a little bit more specific, there were 12 chemical incidents happening within the last couple of weeks in the United States. It's starting to definitely look like some coordinated bullshit. Moving on to some more dystopian news. Fucking Biden has negotiated a deal with the World Health Organization to give authority over U.S. pandemic policies. No shit, you guys. The Biden administration is preparing to sign up the U.S. to a, quote, legally binding accord with the World Health Organization. I mean, I don't remember voting on doing any of that shit. They're just like, oh, we're going to decide for you and the fucking World Health Organization will now have power over you. And especially after the fucking who's response to kabobo, it's just like, how how are you fucking even trusting these people? They're all just fucking scoundrels and cahoots, in my opinion. Apparently on February 27th, so apparently on February 27th, they're going to try to ratify a document called Zero Draft. And it's basically just a pandemic treaty published on February 1st. So I don't know, guys, at that... Think- Sounds all bad to me. I don't want the fucking who up in my body and my fucking life. Thanks, let's go, Brandon, fucking president dipshit. Now I'm going to play a little audio clip for you guys from some of our favorite doctors, including Dr. Corey, Dr. Thorpe, Dr. Cole, Dr. McCullough. And they're just explaining different aspects of why this kabobo shot is so dangerous. The same kabobo shot the who was trying to inject the world with. So sit back and listen to this. I really do believe that the federal government is captured and it's captured by corporate interests. The entire US population, as well as the world, has to understand they can no longer take these COVID vaccines. These are, they are toxic and lethal to an and ineffective that they have completely failed. They can only be viewed as harmful and they need to be stopped. And does it damage the brain? You bet it does. Does it damage the heart? Yes. The liver? Yes. The bone marrow? Yes. It causes all sorts of harm in the human body. We should have stopped this before it ever started. It's a misinformation from the CDC, the FDA, the American Board of Obs- and Gynecology, the American College of OBGYN, the Society of Maternal Fetal Medicine. It's a misinformation from those organizations that is causing a lot of death and injury in my women of reproductive age, my pregnant women, and my preborn babies. And it's gotta stop, and it's gotta stop now. And for the vaccines broadly, we have no idea what's going to happen long-term now that they're in the body. Studies suggest that the vaccines and the spike protein that's produced from them never leaves the human body. The, the first and most important thing, don't take any more vaccines. Don't take any more boosters. Do not take any more of these dangerous experimental therapies. You guys know I don't like to leave the podcast on some fucking gloom and doom. So here's some fucking hilarious good news. I'm sure you guys all heard about the Canadian teacher that was wearing those big ass fake tits, like prosthetic fake tits in the classroom. And people were losing their fucking collective mind over it. I mean, even I was. I was like, dude, what the fuck is up with this dude? So check this out, you guys. This teacher is actually just like a master level troll. Howie, who is one of our Canadian listeners, sent me this. The teacher in question has been reprimanded by the school and the school board several times for his conservative views. The whole thing with the boobs is him proving that conservatives can't speak out while anybody coming from the left side of things can get away with whatever they want. So, trolling. He's fucking trolling those administrators. Fooled me. I thought this dude was some fucking pervert. But... He's just fucking with these people, and for that, I gotta give him an up-fucking-top for the master-level trolling. All right, you guys, that is about it for this week, but as always, I have to say what's up to our top three downloading states. We have Ohio, who has still kicked California out of the first place spot, California, and Colorado. And then as far as our international peeps, we have the usual suspects, Australia, the UK, Canada and Sweden. That's what's up, you guys. I appreciate you listening. If you have any rabbit holes I should dive into, you can email me at vanishedinthevalley@gmail.com, at or you can go over to Reddit and visit my sub, which is r slash vanishedinthevalley, and my username is athena7979. Uh, that's actually how our listener Jeff got me that information on that horrific sexual abuse bullshit I told you about in the beginning. So again, thank you, Jap. I appreciate that fucking rabbit hole I went down. More people need to know that kind of shit. So I don't know. You guys, check out the show. notes. You can go read the whole fucking five-page investigative article from one of the last investigative journalists apparently in the fucking world. But until next week, be aware and don't forget your pepper spray. Ciao, ciao.